hey, I've got some really exciting news. We are returning. We're back on the road with The Shalene Show Live. In conjunction with my book launch party, I am taping a live episode of The Shalene Show at the Saban Theater in Beverly Hills on April 18th. Now that is a Thursday. Pod Squad, I would love to meet you. This is going to be really special. I mean, they're all really special because I get to meet you and you guys get to meet each other and they're fun and it's the ultimate girls night out. And fellas, if you were smart, you should come with your lady or you should come to find yourself the love of your life because I have the smartest, funnest, coolest, most amazing audience and I can't wait for you guys to meet each other. So grab your tickets now. You can find them by going to shaleenshowlive.com. General admission starts at $39 and I don't know if they'll be available at the time that you're listening to this, but we did make just a few special seats available for people who basically want to spend the day with me and Brett and the team. You'll go to lunch with us. You'll hang out backstage. We'll pop some champagne. You'll help me pick out my outfit. We'll have a good time. You'll meet the drag queen who happens to be emceeing the show. Like this is a once in a lifetime experience. Hey, don't wait. Go to shaleenshowlive.com and I will see you on Thursday, April 18th. Hey there, welcome to The Shalene Show. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I want to talk to you about your story, the story that you tell yourself, the story that you tell other people, the story that you're repeating in your head, and why, if you want to change your body, you need to change your story. Welcome to The Shalene Show. Shalene is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. Okay, so I'm going to start this off by reading to you a direct message that I received on Instagram, and I'm, I'm going to leave the person's name out. And frankly, if you think I'm reading your direct message, don't worry, I'm not including your name, but I can't even tell you how many times I've received a message that's almost identical to this, but from other people. Okay, here we go. Shalene. I need your help. I have been overweight all my life. You see, everyone in my family is big. We're big people. This has always worked to the advantage for my brothers who played football and did very well in sports because of their size. But you see, I'm the only girl. And for me, it was never an advantage. Because of that, I was teased by my family members, my brothers, and my classmates. When I went away to college, I was able to adopt new habits and I began exercising for the first time in my life. I dropped 75 pounds while I was in college. But since that time, I've gotten married and had two babies, and I'm bigger than I've ever been in my entire life. I look at my parents, I look at my brothers, and we're all just really big people. As a matter of fact, when I think back on how I felt when I lost the 75 pounds, I never felt comfortable in my own body. I didn't feel like it was my body. I felt like I was borrowing someone's body. On occasions when I would catch a glance of myself in the mirror, I didn't identify with a thinner reflection. It was as if it wasn't really me. I've heard you say that your body has a healthy weight it wants to be. Is it possible this is the weight my body wants to be and I should just learn to accept it and love myself? And I hope you'll address this in a podcast. Well, asking you shall receive, my lovely anonymous friend. This is really a two-part question. So I want to answer the second part of your question, which is, should I just love myself? And the answer to that question is, absolutely. In fact, you're not going to change much about the way you feel until you do come to grips with that. But I know it's such a like, I don't know, kind of woo-woo 
idea or term, like when you hear people say, well, you just have to love yourself. Like, what does that mean, really? What does that mean? And that's great. You obviously already know you need to do that. But how do you do that? How do you do that? Especially when the messaging that we receive, when our body doesn't look like someone else's, maybe you're too thin. Maybe you've been thin all your life and you don't look like other people and you just want to fit in. Or maybe you've always felt like you were the fat one. You were the one that didn't fit in. Maybe you hate your hair, whatever it is. Society tells us that in order to be beautiful, in order to be rewarded, in order to be accepted and celebrated, you need to look a certain way. And it's funny how that certain way is always changing. Isn't it interesting? Like if you look through the decades at supermodels and the trends and what's going on like today with the super tiny waist. I mean, we see women going to extreme measures, having ribs removed and their waistline sculpted and then having that fat transferred into their butt. So they have giant butts and small waists and a million Instagram followers are yours for the taking. And then you can tell everyone that you drink in skinny tea to make this happen. Like it's crazy. It is ridiculous that we don't love ourselves, even when we are imperfect. I mean, the messaging is brutal, whether it's the messaging that's intended or implied, and it can really do a number on your psyche. But what makes it worse is when you're repeating a story over and over in your head to the point of which you believe it. Now, I want to keep her name anonymous because, frankly, this letter could have come from anyone. But for our purposes today, let's call her Susie. I think it's pretty obvious that Susie has been telling herself a story since she was a young girl. And part of that language, did you hear some of the language she used? And everybody, when I get this type of a message, there's always language that I can tell is specific to likely your childhood or the story that you've been told. So Susie refers to herself as big people. I'll just bet you, I'll bet all the tea in China. Is that appropriate to say? I'll bet all the money that I have that that's a phrase she started hearing as a young girl. Like, we're just big people. Like, the messaging starts early. Think about the messaging that you might be implanting in your own children. Like, well, you're just a beanpole. Well, we're all super skinny until blah, blah, blah. And then when we turned 22, like, then all the weight came on for all the women in our family. Like, we tell children these stories And we repeat them over and over and over. And you know what that does? It develops beliefs, belief systems, even though in many cases they may be false beliefs. But if you believe something, you live up to that. So I would suspect that a lot of the story, Susie, Susie, the story that you're telling yourself is a story that's been passed on like folklore from your parents and maybe even generations before them. And I found it so interesting that for that period of time, When the story did change from you, you were actually away from your family and you felt good. I have to imagine it felt amazing to have lost that weight. Even if you didn't identify with it, I would dare guess that the reason why you didn't identify with your own reflection is because you've been given a story, a script, and told that you are a certain type of character all your life. And then you look in the mirror and you don't match up with the character that's in the story that you've had to memorize all your life. Well, just because you don't recognize that character doesn't mean that it's not you. So I want to set aside for a moment whether or not you need to lose the weight, because that's up to you. If you feel physically amazing, if you've done a checkup and you know that you're healthy, great. I would dare say that if you've lost 75 pounds in the past, it's likely you're carrying extra weight, but I don't know for sure. But what's your health look like? How are your hormones? 
How do you feel physically? Are you doing everything you want to do? Is it holding you back? Is your weight impacting your confidence? Is it preventing you from doing the things that you would love to do, but you're uncomfortable at this size? How's your health, your mental health, your physical health, your emotional health? All of those things are what you need to use in order to decide if, in fact, you need to make a change. Who cares about the number on your scale? I want you to think about all those other measures of health. How's your sleep? How's your sex drive? How's your confidence? How does it impact the way you relate to other people? That's how we should be making decisions about making change. You have to accept who you are. But that doesn't mean that we need to accept the state of our health. Period. End of subject. If you believe your health could be better, should be better, you could feel better. You need to take action and you need to question the story you've been telling yourself. Some common stories when it comes to weight loss are things like, well, every woman in my family is overweight or all the guys in our family have beer guts. I look like my mom's side of the family. I look like my dad's side of the family. My mom struggled all of her life with her weight and I will too. I've always been overweight. I'm always going to be the biggest person in the room. I'm always going to be the one that doesn't fit in. I'm never going to be petite. I'm never going to put on muscle. I'm never going to be able to put on weight. These kinds of statements, the kind of statements where it's like a never or always or, you know, kind of like this is the sentence I've been served. Those types of phrases are clear indications of someone who's who's believing a story that isn't necessarily true. You see, you can only treat your body. You can only ask of your body to give you the equivalent of how you feel about your body on the inside. So before you set out to lose weight or even decide if you need to lose weight or if you need to make a change, you have to ask yourself, what is your frame of mind? What are your beliefs? Because your body will follow your beliefs. It's so true. If you believe that, I mean, I hear this all the time. I hear from people who say, I was told I've been given three weeks to live and I didn't believe it for a second. And here I am seven years later. Or I was told that I couldn't lose weight or I would, I'd never, you know, have the use of my right arm again. And I didn't believe them. And here I am. Anytime I hear a story of someone who's overcome the odds, the common thread is that their outcome followed their beliefs. If you want to make a change, whether that's in the way that you feel or the way that you look, I'm not going to talk about weight right now. I'm just not. But if you want to make a change in how you look or how you feel, then the most courageous, most important decision that you can make is to decide to change your beliefs about yourself. Nothing that you desire will come to you if you don't start with beliefs and mindset first. And if this is something that you want to make a lasting change, something that's not short term, something that lasts for more than, you know, the time that you're in college, then, and I'm speaking to everybody right now, by the way, then you've got to create a couple of things. You've got to create a daily plan, a daily plan that has you focused on the habits that make this possible. But before you do that, you've got to start by changing your mindset. Because if, if you're going to change this permanently, you can't do something temporary. I mean, everybody has enough willpower and discipline to do something short term. But in order to make it a lifestyle, it has to be a part of how you view yourself. It has to be part of your new story. In order to change the way you feel and the way that you look, you have to believe in your heart and your soul and in your being that you can do it, that you deserve it. And it's who you were meant to be. 
If you're not happy with who you are today, but yet you believe this is who you were meant to be, nothing's going to change until you change that. But don't be discouraged by what I've just said. Just accept it. Like, hold on to that for a second and know that nothing's going to change if you don't believe it can change. And if you don't believe that it's possible for you to make that change long term, nothing's going to change. But the good news is, and here's the positive part, you and everybody has the ability to change this. Like, you really can do this. And when you start to shift your mindset, it will impact so much more than just the way that you look. It'll impact the type of people that you believe you deserve the way that you deserve to be treated, the way you stand up for yourself, the way you put yourself out there, the way you carry yourself, your confidence, it will impact the people around you. You'll start having better relationships. You will attract better opportunities. As they say, if you think you can, you can. And if you think you can't, you're also right. Your beliefs create the self-fulfilling prophecy. But that self-fulfilling prophecy for so many of you, you don't even realize it started when you were very young. The story that you were told and then you memorized it and then you repeated the story in your head and you came to believe it. And whether you realize it or not, because that was the story that you believed, you do things unknowingly that support that story. And doing that creates your current reality. What's interesting about your story is it is so fundamentally how we make sense of things that we're doing this and we don't even realize it. It's how our minds process information. So once we have a story in our head, even when we're faced with like factual information to the contrary, we tend to ignore it, disregard it, and we cling to our existing story. In fact, not only do we cling to our existing story, we look for more evidence of it and we focus on that evidence. And again, anytime there's something that's outside of our story, we just believe That was an anomaly, a fluke, an accident, a one-time event. Psychologists have conducted countless studies to verify that the brain, the mind, prefers to justify what it already believes. And then we make decisions based on what it is we believe to be true. We take action and we develop habits that support those beliefs. We selectively accept facts as true, but only if they fit our story. But today, I want to challenge you to rewrite your story. I want to push you to understand that your story can be one of empowerment. But it's going to require you taking ownership and rewriting a whole bunch of those chapters. Now, this isn't going to take long, and you don't need to go to school to learn how to do this. Let's talk about the four ways that you can change your story right now. Number one, become aware of the language that you're using. Words like, We've always been big people. That doesn't work for me. I have a slow metabolism. I've always been thin. Whatever the story is as it relates to your health, and maybe it's not even a story that you picked up from your childhood or your family, but it's a story that you've been telling yourself and maybe even telling other people. But check out the language that you're using, the limiting language that you're using. First step is to just become aware of it. Second thing I want you to do is shift your focus from where you are right now or maybe even where you were in the past and start thinking about the story if you were to write your fairy tale, what you want to have happen. Not what you believe is possible, but what you really want. Ask yourself, how long do I want to have this existing story and where I'm at today hold me back? Focus on where you want to be. Focus on the future. Focus on creating a vision for yourself, a new story with new people 
and new possibilities and feeling differently about your appearance, feeling differently about how you're going to live your life. So you've got this healthy confidence and you're happy and not just happy because of the way you look. You're happy because of who you are and how you feel. Number three, this part isn't going to surprise you. I want you to take out a pen and a piece of paper. Yep. And write a new story. Literally. When I'm dealing with people who have limiting beliefs about what it is they can do, whether that's start a business or even making a little extra money online or going to social media and putting their face on Instagram and going live or even limiting beliefs that people have about their body, what they can accomplish and what they can do to reverse these negative side effects and things that they believe about their body. Many people are still sharing with me a story that's very limiting with lots of, but this, and it's because of this, and I've always been that way. And they're settling. They're literally settling for the story. Well, I'm going to ask you to take out a pen and a piece of paper and write a new chapter, a new chapter, as if you are the person you know you deserve to be. You're proud of your appearance. You feel healthy. You are healthy inside and out. You've got high energy and you're happy. Like, I need you to just write a story. What does a typical day look like? And how would you describe yourself if you were that person? Now, if this is hard for you, just take any one of those negative sentences that's in your current story, like, we are just big people, and just flip it and say, I come from a family of big people, but I was smarter than the rest of my family. And I knew that I had the ability to learn how my body works and to do what was right for me. And because of that, I don't have to worry about my weight or my size. I love the way I look. I feel healthy and energetic. Like literally take your negative sentence and flip it. And number four is you've got to put this on repeat. The reason why any story sticks, think about it. Think about the bedtime stories we tell our kids, the folklore that's been passed on in your family about great, great grandma, whatever the story is, the reason why it sticks is because it's been repeated over and over and over again. So you need to rewrite the story. You need to remove the negative language and you need to repeat this positive story to yourself over and over and over. And you have to start thinking to yourself, what would that person do? This is exactly the process that I detail for those of you who are a part of my mindset audio coaching program. Now, I'm not sure when you're listening to this, if by chance you're listening to this episode before April 16th, of 2019, well, you can get this free program at the moment. If you wait until after the 16th of April, then that program is no longer free. And I'll, I'll give you details on how you can find it later. Okay. We'll put that at the end of the show. But for right now, if you happen to be listening to this before April 16th, you can have access to this mindset coaching program for free. And this is the program I want you to listen to on repeat. I can't even tell you the messages I've been getting from people who are like, I haven't even started the one through one method and I'm already dropping weight and it's changing my outlook about so many things because I'm finally realizing that's what's been holding me back. It's not what I'm eating. It's what I've been telling myself. It's my mindset. In order to get yours, okay, by the way, this is how, go to 131book.com and it is a free gift for those of you who pre-order the book. If, however, it's after April 16th and you'd really like to get your hands on that Mindset Audio Coaching Program, there is a link below this episode or you can go to shaleenjohnson.com and there you'll find some of the other programs that we offer. But like, hello, early bird gets the worm. So if you're listening 
and you'd like to get that, don't wait. But this is really important. You've got to put these things on repeat. Repetition is the cornerstone of learning. And it is that repetition that begins to change your beliefs. When you hear something over and over and over again, at first, you're going to resist it. But before long, it becomes your new story. Today, I want you to know I believe in you and I believe that you are brave enough to change your story, that you're smart enough to do this. You are a powerful person. You always have been. So no more limiting your life with a story that doesn't serve you. Hey, thanks for spending this time with me. I really appreciate it. There's nothing more valuable than your time. And knowing you spent your time with me today is a gift. I love you. I mean it. And I'll talk to you soon.